I trust this finds you well. <clears throat> Those of you who listen in to the podcast. <clears throat> From time to time, I just want to share a little more than what's on the page. <clears throat> and so um, this will be our little secret. Those that don't have time to uh, to listen um, and just read it. Well, I pray they'll be blessed. And uh, you'll. I pray you that listen are blessed with some of the things that I will share with you. I'm recording this on uh, Sunday night, <clears throat> and um, we just got back from Mathis a little earlier in the afternoon. Uh, we had a great time down there, Nellie and I <clears throat> left on Saturday. Uh, we're able to leave early enough to make it to the King's Inn restaurant down in Rivet, uh, south of Rivetta, south of Kingsville, where I believe they have the best shrimp in the world. And we got there just at the right time. <clears throat> we didn't have reservations. Uh, Saturdays, especially, the King's Inn gets a lot of people. And uh, Nellie and I uh, just put our names and uh, on the list, and it took maybe three minutes for us to be seated. And then we enjoyed fried shrimp. Uh, Nellie loves their avocado salad. She ate all the avocados, and I ate uh, half of the lettuce and tomato. Uh, great place. If you've never been, it should be a once-in-a-lifetime visit for you at least. They have a homemade tartar sauce that I just can't describe. It's out of this world. You can eat it on the tomatoes. You can eat it on the fish, of course. You can eat it by itself. You can just spoon it up and ask for another little bowl. It's that good. While we were there, we went in, I ran into one of Nellie's first cousins. Uh, and uh, we got a chance to visit with he and his wife, lovely couple from Fanfurias, Texas, and their son Michael uh, was in with his wife and twin boys. <laughs> uh, those those kids are characters, and they live in New Mexico now, and they're planning to move back to the valley, and I had a great time there. And then on Sunday, well, we spent the night in a hotel there in Mathis, and then this morning uh, got there early enough to enjoy some friends that we had from the time I was their district superintendent. We attended Sunday school with them, had a good time with them, and then had a great time in worship with that church. We uh, had, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe close to 50 people there and a lot of kids, which is really good to see. One of the kids from the community was getting a special scouting award. If you're on Facebook, you can see a picture of the young man who's sitting next to me during children's time. And the church very graciously gave out backpacks to uh, those that were there <clears throat> that did not have a backpack. We uh, prayed and blessed those backpacks and asked, uh, asked God for a blessing on the students as well. Three of the kids they'd been working on for some time to uh, come to worship. And so uh, my friend Michael said, you know, it was a miracle to see the three uh, in in church and worshiping and so when I shook hands with them at the end I encouraged them urged them to come back and, and worship with with the folks there at Mathis First United Methodist Church so <clears throat> this coming Sunday the lectionary lesson is from Luke chapter 11 verses 1 to 13 I've entitled it Ask, Seek, Knock The Secrets of Prayer and I always smile when I um, preach or read on this passage because I had a church member in one of my churches who was a Border Patrol agent. And 
during the, those days, he said a lot of uh, men especially were coming across and they would claim to be pastors and wanted to get in on the special uh, pastoral visa that uh, was available in those days. I don't know if it still is or not. And one of the questions that the Border Patrol was trained to ask was, um, where is the Lord's uh, Prayer found? And of course, most everybody knows Matthew chapter 6. But the lesser known was the one they wanted to know. And they'd say, where else is the Lord's Prayer found? And their belief was if the person claiming to be a pastor knew Luke chapter 11, 1 to 13, then they were perhaps (laughs) indeed a pastor seeking to come into this country on that visa. So that's the added bonus for you today, dear listener. But let me read now from the Word of God, Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 13. I'm reading in the New International Version because I like um, the way it closes out the passage that the other uh, versions don't have. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples talking about John the Baptist. Jesus said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not give up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, and this is the part that I said I really like the way, The NIV closes it out very close to the original English, which um, is the King James. Verse 9, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead. Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So, dear listener, I pray this is a marvelous Monday for you and yours. I pray it is a time to get renewed and refreshed in the Lord, and I pray that this devotion will be part of that for you as you read it this day. This is the second gospel that carries Jesus' prayer we call the Lord's Prayer. Set in a bit different context than Matthew's, this one has the disciples asking to be taught how to pray. So I ask you, dear listener, who taught you how to pray? Or has no one ever taught you? One of the greatest compliments I ever got as as a person, pastor, and parent was our oldest granddaughter writing that I was the one who taught her how to pray. Later, her mom said that when she prays at night, she reminds her of me. I was taught by my grandmother, Petra, whom I called Momo. She was a woman of prayer, as were my mother and father. But when I needed a quick lesson in prayer, it was she who was there. 
My dog, who was a collie, who loved to chase cars, tried catching a Coca-Cola truck, and the truck won. It was a futile prayer because all I could say was, Lord, please don't let my dog die. I can't even remember the dog's name. But it blessed the little boy as he cried and tried to pray. The disciples watched Jesus as he prayed, and one or two of them, we believe, had been with John the Baptist first and had seen Jean, uh, John, or maybe even they themselves had been taught by John the Baptist how to pray. They had seen the importance of prayer, and they also saw the results of prayer. So they asked Jesus, who was a man of prayer, to be taught how to pray. The prayer, as we know it from the first one in Matthew, is very similar to this one. Jesus teaches, if let me start over, that's another bonus here. I can't edit this very well, but Jesus teaches it the same way. God is Father, holy is his name. Kingdom of kingdom that is coming here on the earth, who provides the basic needs for all who pray. God is the one who can forgive sins, ours as we ask, but also who we also have the same responsibility to forgive those who sin against us. And God has the power to lead us away from temptation. The prayer ends there, but the lesson is clear, as shared above. The illustrations are important as Jesus shares. We all have friends among us which at some time or another come to ask something of us. If one asks us to share bread, for visiting family from out of town, even at an odd hour, would we not help them? Especially if we know that friend to be persistent, the type who won't go away until they get what they want. Then the secret to prayer is found in the closing verses where it begins, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Those are the secrets of prayer. Not giving up, always seeking, always knocking and always asking. Then Jesus concludes his lesson with the example of a loving parent who would only give good gifts to their children. God, who is the ultimate awesome parent, will give the Holy Spirit who, to those who ask him. Prayer was one of Jesus' holy habits. The other was worship. I don't know what sort of habits you may have, but I venture to say that none would compare to the blessings and benefits of prayer and worship. Prayer is the lifeblood of the Christian's life. It's like a direct hit of fresh oxygen when winded, a jolt of energy for the tired, and a rush of hope for the discouraged. Prayer is a combination of worship and praise. It's the direct line to the one who can change our perspective on things. You may have heard that or read that famous line, I used to pray that God would change my situation. Now as I pray, I pray that God might change me. The best lessons on prayer is the practice of prayer as we start by just praying. Prayer is just talking to God and then being open to listen to what God has to say to us. Let's get started. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as I pray, teach me to be a person who worships, who praises, and who learns from you. I need this lifeblood, and I want to lift up all who need your blessings right now. May this become a holy habit of mine. This I pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Become a person of prayer who seeks to recapture the power of prayer today. Receive my blessings of love. I'm Pastor Eladio Valverde.